This is Bank Sense, the podcast that makes sense of all things banking. If there's something you don't understand about banking or finances, you're not alone. Our industry experts are bringing you informative and enjoyable conversations to break down bank jargon and dive into hot button financial topics. And now, BOS, a community bank located across Illinois and Missouri, presents Bank Sense. Here's your host, Gregory Morantz. Hello, and welcome back to Bank Sense, the podcast that makes sense of all things banking. I'm your host, Greg Morantz, Senior Vice President at the Bank of Springfield. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about financial literacy. And we're joined by a very special guest, our Chief Marketing Officer here at the bank, Monica Dyson. Monica, welcome. Thank you. Good to be here. Yeah, we're excited to have you on today. One of the real reasons we started this podcast is really to dive into financial literacy and educating our customers and non-customers and all our listeners to the podcast. Um, We feel like it's a great opportunity just uh, to give out that little bit of extra education. Um, so we're excited to have you on to talk a little bit more about this topic. Um, first, uh, when we, as we dive into financial literacy, I really want to talk about budgeting. Mm-hmm. So what are the best first steps when you're starting to plan a budget and um, for the next steps in your life and for the future? We recommend when you're starting out your budget, the first thing I suggest is a daily spending diary. So keeping track of where your money's going each day. So writing down how much you're spending on gas, how much you're spending on groceries, but also those little things. If you're running the convenience store and grabbing a bottle of water, or, you know, the little things, the coffees and the things here and there that, that start to add up to really get a good picture of where your money's going. It's also sometimes I, I compare it to when you're on a diet and you're counting calories, um, if you have to write down that you ate that donut, do you decide to not eat the donut? So it's kind of the same thing. If you have to write down that you spent money on another coffee this week, do you decide to skip the cup of coffee? So it's also can can be a helpful savings tool on top of just getting a good picture of where your funds are going. Yeah. And I have to imagine you're, if you're like me, you need to make sure if you buy the donut, write down that you, that you <laughs> Absolutely, well. absolutely. Or hold on to all those receipts and write them down at the end of the day. Whatever works for you just to get a good picture of where the money's yeah. going. And what would you say is a, a typical time frame that you should really track your spending of that to give you a good idea of how you can plan uh, for that future? For putting a budget together, I'd recommend definitely at least a month, if not a little bit longer. Um, again, if you're using it just to get a better picture of where the money's going or to maybe control some of your spending, you could do it longer than that. But as far as putting together the budget and really seeing how much you're spending on things, you definitely want to get that month because we're going to plan the budget the budget for a month also. So Yeah. And who would you say, I mean, a lot of times when we're talking about budgets and whatnot, it's when you're, you know, it might be first getting out of college or you first get your uh, your first job. Who would you say this really applies to? I mean, does it apply to those individuals or everybody? It really everybody. It's everything from that person who's getting their first job or maybe they just bought a house and, and they've got to make the funds stretch a little bit longer. Or it's somebody who had a change. Maybe you just got married. You had another child or even retiring and you're you're learning to live on that retirement income. So it's applicable to everybody. Yeah. And I know one of one of the personal tips I would like to give out for this as well is that start early when you're budgeting, because when you start, when it's just yourself, when you have a job and then you get married and then you have kids, the budgeting just gets a little more complicated. The habit, everything that's a habit, really it's something that you stick with, makes it easier to do it long-term. So. Okay. So you've tracked your spending. Mm -hmm. What's next? So step two is the actual budget itself. So that's two pieces. The first is going to be your income. So all your sources of income from your job. Do you have uh, child support or alimony coming in? Do you have a second job? Do you have you know something else, um, another income source? So you put all that together and figure out what your net income for the month is. So how much is coming in that you'll have to spend? 
And then part two of that is is your expenses. So we call that your uh, spend, your save and your share. So how much are you spending? So that information starts from that from that diary. So you've got a good idea of where your money's going for the month. Also includes things like your utility bills and your phone, all of those monthly expenses and things that are not monthly. So you may have insurance that you pay quarterly or things like that. Make sure that that gets in there. So you're allocating funds for that stuff also. Then save is is obviously your savings. So whether it be emergency fund, retirement, uh, vacation that you want to take the family on, things like that. So looking at how much you need to save for the month and then share. So that could be everything from birthday gifts to donations that you're making during the month. And then adding all of that stuff up and then compare those two numbers, your income versus all of those expenses. Do they come close to each other? If if the expenses is a little little higher or right on target with the income, then maybe you need to look at places where you could could cut something. Sure. Yeah. And those I know those discussions are always going to be very tough about you know what what you can cut and what you can't cut. Absolutely. Um, one tip I always like to give out to people is if you're really trying to actively save, if you get a direct deposit paycheck. Um, always try to portion off a piece of that paycheck to go to your savings. Mm-hmm. So that can just build up and you and you almost take that out of your budget. So that's almost a non-negotiable that you can put away. Automatic then, transfers are yep. great for that. Absolutely. And it's a good way that, I mean, even if it's just $20 a month, that builds up or $20 a paycheck, it builds up extremely fast. And if you can do it without having to think about it or without having to, to make that transfer, it, it makes it easier for you. So one of the topics I want to jump back to is the needs and wants. Um, when you're really evaluating that, how do you evaluate, you know, what truly is a need and what truly is a want um, in your spending? So when you're looking at that expense column, especially if it's a little too close to the income, you're going to really need to get serious with yourself and and ask yourself what are needs and what are wants. So the wants are things that you absolutely have to have. You know, you may need that phone so that you can can work if you know you need them to be able to get hold of you some people make a lot of calls for work that may be a need um a car for a lot of people is it is a need because you need the transportation to be able to get to work but are there other alternatives um are there places that you could cut you know some of those streaming things they they may feel like a need but are they really you know we just we just want the entertainment but we don't have to have those things there are maybe cheaper alternatives out there some of the free free services and things like that so really diving into that and being honest with yourself um i know i've done classes where we ask people where where you could cut and they can look at somebody else's budget and say oh you don't need that and you don't need that and you don't need that but when you're looking at your own sometimes it's a lot harder to do so. yeah it's it's tough and obviously there's a lot of peer pressure out there that to be doing different things going out to dinner and and sometimes you have to really evaluate and take a hard look at, you know, what makes the most sense for you at, at that point in your life? What are your goals and what you're trying to try to do financially? And what what are your goals in the future as well? If you're wanting to start a family or get married or buy that engagement ring or whatever that might be. Absolutely. So looking at where, where the savings needs to be. And if you're just again, if those numbers are too close together, um, I read an article recently that said a lot of people in various income levels are still living paycheck to paycheck. They're spending everything that's coming in. So being honest with yourself on what you need to spend that money on and where you, where you could cut some stuff out and give yourself a much better cushion. So. Yeah. And, it, and it, it's a tough decision, but it's a, it's a necessary one. It's, it's hard to evaluate if you want to cut Netflix or Disney plus or <laughs> whatever right. that might be. That's but, right. Um, in the long term, you're going to be better off for it and you'll be uh, better off planning uh, for your, for your future. So just to kind of circle back on the topics that we've really addressed in, in this podcast, 
um, the spending diary. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you sum that up in a few quick words to, to our listeners? Just get a good picture of where your money is going, writing all of that stuff down, keeping track of it during the day. Yeah. And so then you spend and then you're going to evaluate how you save. Right. So and you look at uh, what makes the most sense for you. Do you want to put part of your paycheck immediately in there? Or do you want to look at making sure you have that gap for any random incidentals like oil changes or car troubles or something like that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously share, um, whether that's for holidays or for gifting and or for charities or whatever, whatever mm-hmm. your heart desires. Mm-hmm. Um, and then finally, you know, really evaluating that needs versus your wants. You know, what can you really leave without? Do you need to supersize that McDonald's meal or could you just do the regular size? <laughs> so. I want to thank you, Monica, for coming on the podcast. Financial literacy is a huge topic that we really wanted to make sure we address throughout the Bank Sense podcast. Mm-hmm. I know it's one that we're going to continue to address in the future as well. Um, you can go on and on and really into depth, but I think this is, gives you a, fir- a really good, broad idea um, of just some tips and tricks to really focus on budgeting um, and planning for your future. Because that, uh, as a podcast, is what we want for our listeners is to plan to be successful and to continue to grow to reach their goals. What other resources are out there for people that are looking at uh, financial literacy or trying to learn just a little bit more about how to spend and save their money better? We do have several people in the bank and in our different markets who um, offer classes, everything from this basic budgeting to um, a little more in-depth on some of the topics. But we're, we're happy to uh, work with organizations, community groups, if, if they would like a financial literacy class. Uh, we're happy to to work with them and, and have somebody come out and and go through whatever topic is most applicable to them. So definitely reach out to us. Yeah. And, I, and I'm excited. We we were very lucky with our employees to get out of the community and really are able to teach um, customers and non-customers and just the community about financial literacy. Um, we really appreciate uh, having you on. Um, I hope all our listeners were able to take maybe take away one um key fact or something that they can learn from this podcast, because that's that's our end goal in the podcast is to educate uh, and teach them something that they can learn and carry on with their lives. Monica, thanks for joining us today. We appreciate you listening today, and we hope you learned something new. For the Bank Sense podcast, the podcast that makes sense of all things banking. Until next time. Is there something about banking that doesn't make sense to you? Submit your questions to us on Instagram Messenger or by email, banksense at bankwithbos.com. Or if you're watching this on YouTube, comment below. We're happy to give you our two cents on a wide range of topics. Thank you for listening on Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. And please leave us a five-star rating and review so we can continue to bring you more educational content. Thank you for listening, and we hope you join us on the next episode of Bank Sense.